Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Three more days. That's <laughs> three more days till Christmas. That's it. Good morning. How are you feeling? Are you? Do you have all the loose ends tied up yet? I know. Me neither. That's okay. We can do this. We got this. Um, it's uh, going to be, let's see, three things coming up in just a few minutes. Today's Mathematics Day. And, like, who cares about that? It's Christmas. Cookie Exchange Day. There we go. Now we're talking. Cookie Exchange Day. So if you have any uh, cookies kicking around, maybe you ought to put them in a tin and share them with your neighbors. Not a bad idea. Uh, Coming up in three things, which I'm taking care of because, obviously, Jeff is on holidays. We'll chat a little bit about Morgan Wallen and how he's set yet another record with another song and if you're looking for things to do in the area you're staying in town this weekend don't worry we've got you covered with that too jeff's three things good morning no jeff is on holidays he's already started his christmas celebrating so i'm taking care of three things let's start with thing one if you're planning on staying in town over the holidays there is plenty to do in ottawa over the christmas break including Sens games. You've got one tomorrow night at home and on December 27th. Ottawa 67s are playing. The Bell Capital Cup is happening. The NAC is going to be showing Come From Away. I'm very excited. I've heard really good things about this. We're actually going to that uh, next week. And um, I can't wait to share my thoughts because I've heard that it's supposed to be a fantastic show. So you should check that out online. Uh, You've got the museums, outdoor skating rinks. That includes the Rink of Dreams at City Hall. uh, Lansdowne Park Skating Court will also be open daily, weather permitting, which is pretty cool. You've got tons of cross-country skiing, Mooney's Bay, Gatineau Park, uh, Rideau Winter Trail Loops, Britannia Winter Trail, Wesley Clover Park has some ski trails as well. Uh, And then you've got, of course, uh, all the hills like uh, Mount Pakenham, Mont Cascade, Camp Fortune, Calabogie, Mont Saint-Marie. And then the Christmas lights and attractions, of course. That's just an easy sell. Magic of Lights at Wesley Clover Park still happening until the 7th. You've got Winter Lights Across Canada. That is happening on Parliament Hill which is really beautiful. Still haven't had an opportunity to check that out, but I'm going to be off for a little bit, so I think that's something that I'm going to do. You've got Vintage Village of Lights, which also... It's hard to it's hard to squeeze all this in, to be honest, because there's so much going on. That's in Cumberland Village, uh, Heritage Village. There's also stuff happening in Morrisburg and the River of Lights in Brockville, which sounds absolutely stunning. Thing number two, Morgan Wallen has reached eight weeks at number one on Billboard's Country Airplay chart with 25.1 million audience impressions thanks to You Proof. It is now the longest leading country airplay number one song in the history of the Billboard Country Airplay chart. Now that is something. Morgan Wallen continuing to set records. And thing three, Shania Twain is on the cover of the new edition of People magazine, and she says she's in a good place with her ex-husband, songwriter and producer Robert Mutt Lang. Yes, the the bad, bad Mutt Lang that we have uh, heard horror stories about. Uh, you know, they split in 2008 after 14 years of marriage. Uh, that was because she accused him of having an affair with her best friend and assistant. But she says she found peace a long time ago, and maybe peace is forgiveness. Uh, I'm able to have more appreciation for him again, and not for what happened in our marriage, but for all that he contributed to such a great part of my career and my life. We have a beautiful child. The resentment is gone. Uh, Mutt Lang, if you didn't know, and if you haven't watched the Netflix documentary, uh, definitely, definitely do that over the holidays. He produced uh, Shania Twain's albums, The Woman in Me, Come On Over, and Up. He co-wrote 
some of her biggest hits, including That Don't Impress Me Much, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. So he was a very, very big caveat to her success. They also have a son, Asia, now uh, 21. So there you go. You can pick it up. It's on newsstands now, Shania on People Magazine. That's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Tis the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also the worst time of year for weather. And so... If you're planning on making any trips this holiday, you may have to make alternate arrangements. There is a winter storm watch in effect, and it's pretty intense right now. So uh, they're asking you, Environment Canada, to avoid travel if possible. Uh, Visibility could suddenly be reduced uh, at times in heavy snow. So travel is expected to be very hazardous because of reduced visibility and the surfaces of highways, roads, parking lots, etc. So snow is going to be heavy at times, and it's all going to start tonight into tomorrow morning. Now, tomorrow is going to be a really dicey day because we are going to see about 10 to 15 centimeters of snow by tomorrow morning, and then we have a risk of freezing rain. Then we're expecting a flash freeze, which is going to happen after the freezing rain which is going to make things extremely difficult. So basically, it's going to be a sheet of ice. You know those pictures you see on the Internet where people's cars are frozen in place? Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like it could be. Strong, damaging winds up to 70 to 90 clicks an hour, low visibility, blowing snow. Um, So (laughs) I guess they are suggesting that if you're going to go anywhere, try and do it by Friday morning if you can. Otherwise, you could be in trouble and you may be spending uh, Christmas wherever it is that you are on Friday afternoon. So if you've got somewhere to be, plan accordingly. Please drive carefully. If you can't make alternate arrangements, I don't know what to tell you. It's looking pretty grim right now. So uh, we'll keep this we'll keep this going and updated and I'll keep you posted as best I can. But right now that winter storm watch is calling for 10 to 15 centimeters of snow overnight tonight. And that is going to be coupled with 10 to 20 millimeters of rain tomorrow before it all freezes over. (sighs) Be safe out there. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Who doesn't love throwing out random Christmas facts at the dinner table? I know, right? (laughs) All the hands went up. Okay, so here are some fun and not so fun as in regular Christmas facts for you in case you didn't know. All right. Always love doing this. Mistletoe, the word, is from the Old English word mistleton, or mistleton, which means little dung twig, apparently because the plant spreads through bird droppings. Okay, let's try a different one. In some European countries, it's traditional for people to leave out their shoes rather than socks or stockings for Santa to fill. Now, I have heard that one. I think that's a really cool little tradition. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, the tallest Christmas tree ever cut was 221-foot Douglas fir displayed in Seattle, Washington back in 1950. 221 feet is more than 20 stories tall. That's pretty incredible. That so far is the largest Christmas tree ever cut. Another fun Christmas fact, Canada debuted the first Christmas postage stamp in 1898. America was very late to the game. The first U.S. Christmas stamp was issued in 1962 and featured a candle and wreaths in green and red. So, yes, look at us starting a new trend back in 1898. Look at us knowing what to do. There are two towns in the U.S. with Santa names. Did you know that? Not counting the Spanish 
saint-inspired names like Santa Monica, California. But there's the unincorporated town of Santa, Idaho, which has embraced its connection to Santa Claus in the past. But it was actually named after a nearby creek. And then there's Santa Claus, Indiana, which is home to about 2,500 people. Uh, The origins of the name are vague, though, but it's been Santa Claus for over 125 years, and people are more than okay with it. And there you have it. Some fun and not-so-fun regular Christmas facts that you can share around the dinner table with your family and friends. My favorite one so far, obviously the mistletoe. Little dung twig. Isn't that... Isn't that lovely? Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning. It's just after 7 o'clock here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Coming up around 7.30, which country song puts you in the Christmas spirit? We'd love to know. And a useless question coming up in the next 10 minutes. 52% of people admit something. Useless question of the day with The Morning Pickup. Good morning. We have a useless question for you. First person to guess the right answer wins. 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. That includes the guaranteed $1 million prize plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Find your possible. 52% of us admit to bending the rules when doing this. <laughs> I'm excited about this one because I think it's going to be tougher than, than I originally thought, actually. Uh, 52% of us admit to bending the rules when doing this. This is a lot of fun. What is the answer? You can call it in at 613-750-9494 or you can text it in at 949494. Standard rate supply. But let me know what you think. We'll see if you can get it. Good luck. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. 52% of us admit to bending the rules when doing this. I knew this was going to be a lot of fun because uh, it turns out we bend the rules quite a bit. James says drinking, doing your taxes, during Secret Santa. James had the first guess. Those are the other text guesses. Letting your kids watch too much TV, overspending on your Christmas budget, buying gifts, opening gifts. Well, what are the rules on opening gifts, by the way? Are you opening them and then, like, (laughs) wrapping them back up? That wouldn't be very much fun, would it? Brian says driving. Yeah, that is a popular guess. Very good. Amy says, again, spending with the gift budget. 52% of us admit to bending the rules when doing this. Parenting is also a good one. Regifting is a great guess. Dieting. All very, very good guesses. A lot of these are really focused heavily around driving and parenting, but those are not the correct answers. Let's try the phones at 613-750-9494. of us admit to bending the rules when doing this. What's your guess? Good morning. Is it uh, game night? Playing board games? Yeah. Yes, that's the answer. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> wow, that was very well done. Smooth. I was just thinking of the gatherings that we'll all have shortly. Exactly. <laughs> 52% of people admit to bending the rules when playing board games. What's your name? Troy. Troy, very well done. Okay, so what's your go-to board game uh, with your family? Uh, Usually Trivial Pursuit. Oh, my gosh. Now, that one can get really dirty, like, as in nasty. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And uh, is there someone in your family that is known as, like, the silent cheater or the cheater? Uh, I think everybody trades turns as games go through. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Troy, Merry Christmas. You just won 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. We all have that one family member that just cheats every single time and then pretends they don't. And everyone sort of just lets them do it. (laughs) 
What's that about? Some of you had very specific guesses over text, like playing Scrabble or playing Monopoly. Those are very popular family board games. Now that would be uh, that would be an interesting discussion. What are your go-to board games? I think our family really likes to play Boulder Dash. You know the dictionary game where you have to come up with different uh, definitions for the words, and the person has to guess what the correct definition is. That's always a really fun one. It's also really funny when you watch married people play board games or different games because they end up having very similar answers. And the longer you're married, the more similarly your answers align. It's kind of it's kind of kooky. You should pay attention next time you're playing a board game with the fam jam. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Which country Christmas songs put you in the Christmas spirit? That's what we're going to chat about. There are so many to choose from. Obviously, I'm going to share my some of my favorites with you. But what are yours? Would love to hear from you. You can leave it up on our socials. You can call me, too. I'm lonely over here. And you can text me at 949494, standard rate supply. What country Christmas song puts you in the spirit? Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Since we're only three days away from Christmas, what else would we be talking about? That and the winter storm coming to Ottawa. Yeah, those two things. All right, so let's focus on Christmas songs. Which country Christmas songs put you in the Christmas spirit? That is the question and would love to hear from you. I've got mine on standby. I'm very excited to share this one with you. But uh, you bought like popular, popular uh, responses to this include... Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift. That is like the number one country Christmas song that puts everybody in the spirit. Officially Christmas by Dan and Shay. Rascal Flatts version of Jingle Bell Rock. Frosty the Snowman by George Strait. Let It Be Christmas by Alan Jackson. And Pretty Paper by Cody Johnson. Those are some of the very popular country Christmas classics and new tracks uh, that put you in the Christmas spirit. Now, it's funny, as a grown-up, I look back on my childhood at times, and I realized that there was a whole uh, section of time where my parents were really heavy into country music. Now, they're not so much uh, into it anymore, but they were when I was growing up, which is probably where my love of country music came from. They had uh, Winona Judd albums, Garth Brooks albums in the house, and then they had... The Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton Christmas album in the house. And that Christmas album played every single Christmas morning for years and years and years that I can possibly remember. And so now anytime I hear one of Kenny and Dolly's Christmas songs, it sort of brings me back to being a kid again. And I used to love this song when I was a little girl because I thought it was so funny uh, when she says trim the tree and wrap the presents, put the Christmas music on. I don't know why. Uh, and something about the turkey, I thought I thought it was hilarious. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Which country Christmas song puts you in the Christmas spirit? This is a, actually a, a great little exercise if you are putting together a country Christmas playlist this weekend for you and your friends and family to enjoy. Let's start with uh, You Gotta Have Christmas Cookies by George Strait, says Taylor. Uh, that is uh, one of her favorites. Uh, Christmas in the Valley. By Wayne Rodstadt. Uh, Faith Hill, Where Are You Christmas? Of course, that is a classic. Aaron Neville's Louisiana Christmas Day. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Aaron Neville. My best friend does the best Aaron Neville impression. And sometimes when we've been drinking, we do it together. I won't put you through that torture right now. Let It Be Christmas by Alan Jackson. We did mention that one earlier. A lot of people loving that one. I'll Be Your Santa Tonight by Keith Urban. I also really like that one. Um, Almost Too Early for Christmas by Dolly and Jimmy. 
And, you know, you always get one of these Jeff Foxworthy's Redneck 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that that classifies as a Christmas song, but it's definitely a country Christmas rap. (laughs) Someone just said uh, Luke Bryan's Oh Holy Night. There you go. There's some really great ideas for your Christmas playlist if you're looking to put one together for the family and friends. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Getting some really great texts from you at 949494. This is actually really handy if you're putting together a Christmas Christmas playlist for your family and friends this weekend. You know what else gets you in the Christmas spirit? Magic of lights. It's a holiday Christmas tradition here in Ottawa, and it's two kilometers of a light show that you can drive through featuring over one million lights. And you know what? You still have time to do this. Plus, when you purchase your car pass, you're giving back to Chio. That's probably the best part of the whole thing. January 7th is uh, when it ends. So you've got lots of time. Wesley Clover Parks is where that is. Magicoflights.com for all the details. And you can bring your dog with you because they also like a light show. So check it out again. Magicoflights.com. If you're looking for something fun to do this holiday season, Magic of Lights, a time-honored tradition here in Ottawa. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Good morning. It's 8 o'clock here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Hope you're having a great Thursday so far. Coming up in three things. I'll take care of that in the next 10 minutes. We've got your New Year's Eve plans covered with Dolly Parton. I'll give you those details. If you're a fan of the show Yellowstone, you're going to be missing Kevin Costner. Uh, He's considering leaving the show. I'll tell you why. And... Just a feel-good story about a dog who's on his way home for Christmas. Jeff's three things. Jeff is already on holiday, so I'm taking care of three things. Let's start with the show Yellowstone. If you're a fan, would it be the same without Kevin Costner? Because he is considering leaving the show. Now, you got somebody like Kevin Costner. I feel like he really, he's a really critical part of that series. But according to a report from Raider Online... Kevin Costner is considering walking away from the show Yellowstone because a source says that his wife, Christine Baumgartner, wants her husband to hang up his cowboy hat because it cuts into their family time. So she loved the idea of him taking this this gig, you know, whatever, do you do you. But it's been a success. You've done it now. Now it's time for you to stay home. <laughs> so we'll see if that actually happens. But at least that's that's what one report suggests. Who knows? Uh, New Year's Eve. Do you have any plans? Well, we've made plans for you because uh, if they involved Dolly Parton, you can bet your bottom dollar that we're going to send you to the New Year's Eve party of the year with Dolly and, of course, Miley Cyrus, her, you know, real life goddaughter. Uh, They are going to be doing NBC's New Year's Eve party and... Uh, It's going to be on Peacock. You can live stream it there uh, or on NBC, obviously. They're going to have some very special guests, including breakout rapper Lotto. Uh, They're going to have Grammy Award nominee Sia singing as well. And some other guests, all live from Miami for an all-star lineup of musical guests. That's what they're calling uh, this year's NBC New Year's Eve party with Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. I just love that so much. And your feel-good story of the day. After a dog went missing from his Sacramento home over a year ago, this is thing three, the three-year-old German shepherd named Zeppelin will be reunited with his family just in time to celebrate the holidays back home. So... 
Apparently, he's a very friendly dog, and he would visit nearby construction sites, uh, and the crew members would give him treats. But one night, he just didn't return home, and his family was brokenhearted. Thanks to the fact that he has a microchip, Zeppelin was able to be found. He was found in Kansas wandering on a woman's property and is now heading back to his home for Christmas in Sacramento. Love a good happy ending. And that's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Only three more days till Christmas. So how much would the 12 days of Christmas actually cost in today's money? Oh, I'm going to let you know. That's coming up in just a couple of minutes. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. The 12 days of Christmas. It's a really great, fun song. It's a classic. And we all like to screw up the end. Was it 10 maids of milking? 11, is it Piper's piping? No one knows. Anyway, what would the 12 days of Christmas really cost if we had to put things together this year? Now, thanks to the internet, we have an answer. This year, the 12 days of Christmas would run you about $45,500. $5,023. There you go. <laughs> it's up 10.5% this year. Uh, or if you bought the items over and over each day, like the song suggests, that's a total of 364 gifts. That would run you over $197,000. Now, here's a breakdown of how much it would cost to buy or hire all 12 things. 12 drummers drumming. That'll cost you about 3200 bucks. 11 Pipers Piping, $3,021. 10 Lords of Leaping, $13,980. Now, Lords of Leaping do not run cheap. It's a very, very refined skill, and you can't just find Lords of Leaping anywhere on any shelf. It is the most expensive gift on the list. It's based on how much it would cost to hire 10 dancers. Uh, from, you know, like a professional ballet. Nine ladies dancing, not as expensive, uh, about 8300 bucks, And that's, uh, again, based on hiring nine women from a modern dance company. Eight maids of milking, 58 bucks, no problem. You can find eight maids. I mean, in Ottawa and the Valley, we could, we could easily find eight maids of milking, right? That's not so bad. 58 bucks seems reasonable. It's a weird gift, but it is actually the cheapest on the list. That's uh, eight maids uh, who milk a cow for an hour. At minimum wage. Seven swans of swimming. Now that, that is expensive. I wonder if you can rent swans, though, so you don't have to buy them. $13,125. Six geese of laying, 720 bucks. Five gold rings, not so bad. 1245 that's up 39%. Four calling birds are only 600 bucks. Three French hens, 398 or $319. And two turtle doves are 600 bucks. But a partridge in a pear tree, just one, is $280. It costs the same as it did last year, but fertilizer prices are up, so pear trees have jumped about 26%. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We're chatting about the country Christmas songs that get you into the spirit of things and so many great options to put on your Christmas playlist, including One in a Million by Tennille Towns, Christmas in Dixie by Alabama, We've got uh, a few Wayne Rothstein ones, actually. Christmas Cookies by George Strait. I Hope It Snows by Mitchell Tenpenny and Megan Patrick is a popular one. And then we've got uh, Stretchy Pants by Carrie Underwood and Lit This Year by FGL. 
Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Last night, the family and I went out to the movie theater to go see a movie that we've all seen a few times. It's a Christmas classic, but every once in a while, if you do some digging, you'll find that local theaters will show classic Christmas movies. Now, I don't know why I didn't think about this sooner, but it sort of just popped into my brain a few weeks ago, and I wanted to share it with you because it's such a fun idea and it might be a little too late to do it now, but next year, next year, keep it in mind for something to do with the whole family because uh, you could start a really cute little tradition. We went to go see Polar Express at the movie theater last night, and I got to tell you, it was so much fun. Now, that movie's been around for a long time. Yes, you know, Tom Hanks, uh, based on the kids' book. But seeing it in theaters was a completely different experience. Uh, definitely didn't have a chance to see it in theaters when it first came out. So very, very cool. Uh, it, was a, it was a completely different movie, actually, when you see it in the theater. And the nice thing about watching these Christmas movies in theaters is a lot of people don't know that it's happening. So you have the whole theater to yourself. There were only a few people in there. Uh, but it was really magical. It was a really great way to sort of gear up for the holiday weekend. So I thought I'd share that with you next year. If you've got some time, uh, do a little searching and see what the local theater is playing. I did see National Lampoons also playing. Uh, if you're interested, I'm pretty sure this is the last week you could do it. But uh, next year, <laughs> definitely something you should start uh, a tradition with the family, going to the movies and watching Christmas classics on the big screen. It was really fun. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. As you know, there is a winter storm watch in effect. Tonight and tomorrow are going to be really, really sketchy as far as weather goes. Tomorrow afternoon, things are really going to start sliding when temperatures dip down and everything that is on the ground freezes over. That includes the 20 centimeters of snow we're expecting overnight and into tomorrow morning. And then the freezing rain that's supposed to happen tomorrow morning. And because of that forecast, the last day of the Ottawa Christmas market at Lansdowne is being canceled. I know. Oh, heartbreaker. You can still go out and check out all the local vendors for any last minute holiday shopping. Uh, however, it is going to be closing early this year. So today, Wednesday, or, sorry, today's not Wednesday. T- uh, today is Thursday. Uh, you can check it out finally from 2 to 10 p.m. That is the final day today for the Lansdowne Christmas Market. I know. They had to shut down Friday because of the weather. So better to be safe than sorry. If you want to do some last-minute stuff, you still have time to go today, okay? Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. That wraps things up on your Thursday morning. Oh, my goodness. That storm. She's a coming. She's a brewing. And you've only got... So much time to prepare. So that was one of the first takeaways from today's show. We learned that there are three days until Christmas. And those are going to be spent hunkered down because we have a winter storm on the way. Uh, Environment Canada calling it a major winter storm expected tonight into the holiday weekend with a winter storm watch in effect for the Ottawa area. Snow heavy at times with 10 to 15 centimeters by Friday afternoon. Risk of freezing rain, strong winds, reduced visibility and a flash freeze producing icy and slippery surfaces. So keep that in mind when you're making your holiday plans. If you were intending on leaving tomorrow afternoon, you may want to rethink that and get to where you need to get to safely in the morning because you want to get there before the freezing rain and before temperatures start to drop. That is your your biggest sort of goal for tomorrow because after that, you're pretty much stuck wherever you are. 
We talked about the fact that today is cookie exchange day. Love a good cookie exchange. What I learned last year when I went to my first ever cookie exchange was that you're supposed to make a lot of cookies, not just for the amount of people that are there. I completely misunderstood the assignment and brought 12 cookies for the 12 people that were there. Didn't realize that you're supposed to bring like a whole big batch of cookies and take and give and take and give. Anyway. Sometimes you learn things the hard way. We learned some fun and not so fun like regular facts about Christmas early this morning, which was a lot of fun because who doesn't like to learn? Who doesn't like to learn? I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it at that. We found out that um, there are a couple of places in the States that are actually named Santa. And we're not talking about Santa Monica, California. We're talking about um, Santa Claus, Indiana and Santa, Idaho. We also learned that uh, mistletoe is from the old English word mistleton, which means little dung twig. <laughs> and Canada debuted the first ever Christmas postage stamp in 1898, and then everyone else followed suit. Some European countries traditionally leave their shoes out for Santa rather than socks or stockings. Also a little fun fact. And the Guinness Book of World Records for tallest Christmas tree ever cut was a 20 or sorry, 221 foot Douglas fir displayed in Seattle, Washington back in 1950. We also talked about the country songs that put you in the Christmas spirit. A lot of you helped create the perfect country Christmas playlist. So thank you for joining the conversation. And there was Officially Christmas by Dan and Shay, Jingle Bell Rock by Rascal Flatts, Frosty the Snowman by George Strait. We also got Luke Bryan songs in there. We had a little Mitchell Tempenny and Megan Patrick. A lot of people going with the uh, oldies but still goodies like Dolly Parton and Kenny Chesney, Alan Jackson. And, of course, we got one vote for Redneck 12 Days of Christmas by Jeff Foxworthy. There's always at least one vote for him. And today's useless question was... Uh, 52% of us admit to bending the rules when playing board games. Yeah, that was today's useless question. We'll do another one for you tomorrow. And of course, we broke down the 12 days of Christmas and how much it would actually cost this year, finding out that a 12 drummers drumming is cheaper than 10 lords a leapin', which is the most expensive gift on the list and will cost you $13,980. That's it. Please stay safe out there. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Uh, take your time. It's not worth it. Be safe. Make the plans. Bend the rules. Change change things if you need to to make yourself uh, and your loved ones safe this holiday season. And uh, hopefully we'll all be back here tomorrow safe and safe. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.